You're listening to The RA Life with your host, Alec Palmer. Res Life. Hey, keep the noise down. Don't make me document you. And we back, and we back, and we back. What up, what up? This is your boy AP, The RA. How we doing? RA Life coming at you live right now from my studio apartment. Actually, it's not even a studio apartment. It's a full apartment. They really did give me the hookup with this RA job. I gotta say, I was a little I was a little nervous about the housing situation coming into this role because, you know, I'm not gonna lie, there's a big discrepancy in between the different kinds of housing that RAs get and I'm super blessed to have gotten the, the apartment I've gotten. Um, and, you know, I really think that we should be trying to uh, maybe be a little bit more equal or equitable, I guess you could say, in trying to divvy up the housing in a way that works best for all RAs. I'm thinking maybe some of the underprivileged dorms, um, some of the older ones, um, especially the, the, the freshman and first-year dor- uh, dorms, where some of the RAs have to live, you know, maybe revamping those and giving people the opportunity to have more space, um, more amenities and whatnot. But yeah, just starting off the podcast live coming from my apartment in San Buen. Um, it's been a while, folks. I apologize. You know, there's been a lot on my plate the past couple of weeks and I've got a lot to fill you in on. Um, I'm happy to say I took a, a position with the San Diego Padres. I'm going to be working with their internal sales department. Um, basically, what I'm going to be doing is Meeting with clients, setting up some cold calling, and um, from that, setting up um, actual meetings for clients at Petco Park, giving them a tour of the park, giving them the opportunity to see where their potential season ticket holder seats would be. If they're not interested in doing a season ticket package, selling out uh, you know, 10-game Ten game packages, twenty game packages, packages, etc. Different levels and tiers of what I could be offering to different potential clients, and then beyond that, hopefully going into promotional state where I can start to sell out the box suites and seats. Um, really bringing in corporations and companies and larger organizations to sell out those. Um, I'm super excited. I've got another friend from USD who also took the position. Shout out to my buddy Chris if you're listening. Um, super stoked for you, man. Other than that, I have a friend from uh, from Oklahoma who I actually met during the interview process, which was a very, very difficult interview process. Um, my buddy from Oklahoma also just texted me last week, said he's taking the job as well. So super stoked for him to come down. What's up, Calvin? You're, not, you're probably not listening, but I'll shoot you this podcast and maybe you'll give it a listen or two um, and maybe check out my other episodes because I've got more on iTunes and Spotify. Actually, I don't have them on Spotify yet. I keep, I keep saying I'm going to do on Spotify, so maybe, maybe I'll try and upload this to Spotify, but we're certainly on SoundCloud, and don't forget to go check out my Instagram, at the underscore RA underscore life. Keeping it fresh, keeping it clean, with that Y in between, L-Y-F-E. You know how we do it. So, starting off the podcast with a little bit of energy, a little bit of fire today. I've got a pretty cool agenda. Um, actually, I got this pretty neat this pretty neat like notebook from um, a representative from Qualcomm who came into my Strategic Management 490. Hey, holla if you're from Strategic Management 490. Hope you're listening. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I got this this sweet little uh, notebook. She said that if you know if you made a comment if you answered a question right in class, she would hand out prizes. So I got this sweet notebook and um, got some ideas in here that I've been uh, pouring down. Certainly helped with the reminders too. So I highly suggest um, if you don't already, I've, I've been in a big habit of putting notes into my phone. Either that or a sticky note, putting it places where I'm going to see things. But having a physical notebook, um, you know, I, I do carry a planner as well for academic things. But the the notebook itself, just for like daily reminders, business ideas, I'm pouring all of that stuff into my phone. And I started moving it over to this little notebook, my handy dandy little Qualcomm wireless reach notebook. It's pretty fire. And it's it's nice to hold too. It's got a little strap on it. And 
we're doing good. We're doing good over here. Um, if you haven't listened to the new uh, the new Post Malone album, fire, absolute fire. First song, I can't stop listening to the first song. It, it, it's actually incredible. The entire album, I love it. Huge Post Malone fan. Saw him at Day and Night Festival. Um, that was an experience in and of itself when I got ripped off for a $250 ticket from a guy on Craigslist. So don't do that, folks. Don't do that. Never buying tickets off Craigslist again. But I've done it before, and it worked out really, really well. But after that experience, not doing that. So I had to pay for a full t- price ticket at the door with my buddy Mason. Shout out, Mason. What are you up? Um, yeah, so this past weekend, speaking on the topic of music, easy transition right there. Wow, I didn't even set that one up. Um, Olayfest happened. So sh- shout out to a friend of mine, uh, Caitlin. Caitlin is uh, one of the biggest co- uh, coordinators of TPB right now, and she's been doing phenomenal work with TPB and students and associated students and all campus organizations across across campus here at USD. Um, she set up a, a fantastic event with Janae Aiko and uh, opening act Kamaya. Um, phenomenal event. I mean, they did it inside the JCP this time, which I think they should do all the time. And I'll tell you why. You you bring people together in an environment where they're enclosed and they're they're captivated by the sound of the music. The sound of the music sounded phenomenal. It was absolutely great. And I highly recommend USD outsourcing JCP for more concerts and venues. And I do understand that there's a liability. But with that being said, why not bring in you know other other artists, maybe people who have graduated from USD, or maybe people who are in the local San Diego community who are trying to get um, get known, get recognized, and you know maybe they've got their music on SoundCloud, want to come over to USD perform inside the JCP. Um, it could be a really great opportunity for the school to you know really give back to the community, especially with art. And the university places a huge emphasis on art, especially being a college of arts and sciences, um, liberal arts school. Uh, you know, predominantly with the CAS, the College of Arts and Science program. Um, but we've also got a huge business school as well. So maybe allowing College of Arts and Sciences students and, and business students, some kind of entrepreneurial kind of spirit thing going on there. Maybe some kind of collaboration would work out really great with that. But, um, you know, I, I, do want to dis- I do want to discuss a couple things about Olay Fest. Um, first, I think, you know, like I said, having it inside was great. Um, the security was awesome. All the greeters and people who work for the JCP and athletic events uh, were great. Super well organized. It was only $5 a ticket if you're a student. I believe it was 20 for people who were not students, um, faculty, and other members of the community were able to come as well. But I, I do know that there's some, there were some tweets that, that surfaced about, uh, from, from artist Kamaya basically um, you know, down, uh, putting, putting down the university in a way for not allowing her to sing a couple of her main hit songs because of, of vulgarity and whatnot. And... Well, at first I was like, oh, wow, you know, I, I kind of jumped on, on the bandwagon with, oh, let her sing what she wants, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I do understand the university's mission and statement. And it's not that TPB or associated students or any other campus group across uh, USD wants certain kinds of regulations. It's that we need to understand that we are, you know, we're a Catholic university. We have a board of directors that, you know, might be, you know, not so progressive with these kinds of ideas and I think it's up to the students if we want to make that kind of change to really put our foot down and and, and, and address the board and address faculty members and employees of the university and say, hey, if, if we're going to allow certain kinds of things on campus, we can't have double standards. And what, what I mean by that is, you know, we've got an arts department, like a visual arts department. And I actually went to a gallery uh, a few weeks ago and helped a friend of mine, uh, a new friend of mine, put up um, some of her paintings. And it was great because she had done something pretty original, and what she had done was 
was uh, basically had done some some nude drawings and it, and it carried a story and it was very nice. But you know, she actually used uh, like like nude models. And in my opinion, you know, if we're going to allow things like that, which I think is absolutely great in art, we have to allow the other end of art with music and allow people to express themselves and tell their story. And you know, if they do curse and whatnot, that's that's part of their art. And I think we have to separate the the double standard there um you know whether whether it be students on campus per performing or you know student organizations uh upholding the drag show and if we have art students um you know drawing nudists uh it, i think we have to encompass the entire the entire world of art it's not fair if we segregate art based off of curse words it's not fair especially someone who's super passionate about music and that's something i really want to get into one day in the in entertainment industry um I just I just think we can't we we can't harp on on those kinds of things but at the same time if we want to make a difference we we need to we need to put our foot down and we need to tell the university that this is how we feel this is how our students feel um, but at the same time, we, like I said, we can't harp on it too because we have to understand where we come from our values and when you come to USC you sign up for it. Sorry, not sorry, but I do understand the perspective of the students. I'm, I'm with you guys I, I, and gals. I'm I'm, I'm there with you. Um, and we have the huge language matters campaign too on campus, which is crucial. And you know, I think that there's there are certain words that are said in music that that shouldn't be used because they're degrading and whatnot. But I do understand that I don't fully grasp certain artists' perspectives, and I think it's fair to say let them let them speak what they want, let them speak freely, let them speak with an open mind and an open heart and an open soul full of music and passion. But yeah. That's just some 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 thoughts on Olay Fest, which was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. But I just don't want to see backlash from artists, um, you know, for 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 a reason that that could easily be fixed and addressed. The university does a lot of a lot of things right, but there's a few things that I think that we can we can focus on and and really improve for the betterment of future generations of Toreros and change makers. So those are some ideas on that. But going back to my job, I've been trying to figure out housing and whatnot, and it's difficult because I've got some friends who want to do a rental from September to the end of May. So September 1st through uh, May 31st. And that's great because they are, they're engineering students. They have an extra semester to take of classes. I also have a buddy of mine who'll be working down here in San Diego. Um, so I'll probably be rooming with him as well. So four of us in one house looking for a place on Mission Beach um, per usual. Kind of a fan of, of going elsewhere and, and trying to find something a little bit more economically efficient with my budget since, since I'm going to be, you know, self-sufficient after this. Um, and which is something I'm super excited for. It's, it's going to be the first time in my life where I don't really have any dependency on any other people. And I'm excited because I really want to be able to come home from my job and then focus on some of my passions. I, I really want to start making music. I keep saying I'm going to do it. But I've already started looking for DJ controllers um, to start making some some beats and some instrumentals. And I know I, I, know I have the capability of, of doing something artistic. Uh, I, I came to USD as a music major, um, studying comprehensive music for two years. And then after studying abroad, found a little bit more of a passion in entertainment from the business side. Um, but you know, for those people who don't have a job yet, and I have a couple friends who do, and and that would actually, uh, you know, if if I have a couple friends who don't, uh, who don't have jobs, who do get a job soon, I might be able to live with them starting June first, and wouldn't have to sublease over the summer, um, and then move into that 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 nine month student rental, and then be able to just do a month by month lease, 
um, starting in June, which would make things so much easier on my part. Um, but, you know, my mom says, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I really believe it. There's got to be a reason behind it. So I'm just going to try and keep an open, optimistic mind. Um, but if you don't have the job yet, don't worry. Things are going to fall into place. And, you know, USD, if you don't know, 95%, I believe in the business school particularly, 95% of students receive a job, um, whether they're in college or within the first three months of, of graduating. And, and that's phenomenal. So um, the university does a really good job with its career services. And I'm, I'm really proud to have, uh, you know, gotten my job through networking at USD. My, the, the, the recruiters basically came to my marketing class and I, I got their emails, I got their contacts and basically shot them, shot them emails over the past six months and just kind of wished them happy holidays here and there. And that, keeping that kind of relationship alive was only uh, available to me because of USD. So um, if you don't have the job yet, don't worry for my senior friends out there listening. Um, just count your blessings. Know that it's going to work out. And um, but at the, at the same time, I I do things. I do think that things will fall into place. But you kind of have to be aggressive. You have to be a go getter, in my opinion. Um, you you got to be the alpha. If if you really if you want the job in this position, um, especially the state that we're in where we're graduating, you, you have to put your best foot forward. You have to you know go ahead and and, and make sure you're you're networking. Go ahead and and make sure you're you're always keeping up to date with your social media, keeping it clean. Um, keeping it fresh, keeping it clean with that wine in between. Oh my God. But yeah, the networking aspect is huge and USD does a great job with it. Um, but I just want to communicate, you know, that my experience was, was, was good because I took up upon, I took up a lot of the opportunities that the USD placed in front of me. Um, you know, when one door closes, another one opens, but it, it takes you to walk through that door. And I think sometimes people just expect a lot to happen without really putting, uh, putting I don't want to say the effort in, but maybe maybe some of the ambition and some of the passion, some of the drive. You need to walk through that door. You got to break the window. You got to do something. Um, but, you know, the, the housing situation for me is something that has been on my mind a lot lately. And I, I kind of just want to get that stress off my shoulders because... There really isn't any other stress than that right now. I'm pretty stress-free, i got to say. I've got a great schedule right now. It's allowing me a lot of free time to focus on myself. I started reading more. Actually, let me tell you about this book I started reading. <clears throat> so over the, uh, over the break, I mentioned this in an earlier podcast. I, um, on, on New Year's, I made a pact to myself that I was going to read more this year, and I have. I bought a book where I read a lesson every day, and it's called The Art of Stopping Time. And it's, uh, it's by Pedram Shojai, um, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Urban Monk. Uh, I looked him up on Instagram, really interesting guy. And um, he, he, uh, he really got me inspired to continue reading um, my, my one-a-day lessons where I actually go ahead and I practice something every single day. Whether that be you know, taking time to appreciate nature around me, um, uh, show, showing more uh, signs of affection through body language, things like that. Um, but I also started picking up uh, this book. I picked up this book. Um, called Contagious, Why Things Catch On by Jonah Berger. And the, the subtext says, Jonah Berger knows more about what makes information go viral than anyone in the world. Um, and speaking of going viral, that yodel kid uh, is, is super fascinating to me, uh, Mason Ramsey. If you haven't been following this whole situation, I, I, find, I find it you know, entertaining. Of course, mainstream Instagram, Twitter videos popping up everywhere. It's funny. And now that he's performing at Coachella and Stagecoach is, is, is incredible on his behalf. But the more interesting component to me is, is how did that video particularly surface so fast and how did he get famous overnight? Um, the internet is a powerful, powerful thing. Social media is incredible. And I really don't understand people who reject those kinds of things because that literally is the future. 
I don't know if um, if you all have seen this picture, but it's basically the evolution of man. He has his uh, basically arms spread out wide, and it's it's that kind of uh, that that diagram that kind of shows the evolution of a person. Um, I really believe that that soon we're going to see uh, like a data cloud or something involved in that picture because data, the, the t when we say technology, I think a lot of people think of technology as like, oh, a Mac or an iPhone or or, or, or certain components, but we're in, a, we're in a data era of technology. You know, the, the wagon wheel was a technological advancement. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be so black and white with whether or not something's technological. There, technology is progressing every single day, and whether that be the wagon wheel into an aluminum steel wheel or uh or, or data clouds and 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 big data uh we're in a data oriented era and i think people need to start to in my opinion start to appreciate that more because that's really what's going to be the driving force behind everything um you know you walk into class now in universities and if, if you don't have a mac or if you don't have a computer or a pc you're screwed. You really, really are. And I know that universities, especially USD, does a really great job of providing those kinds of uh, amenities for students who otherwise can't can't obtain one, afford one, and um, you know they're expensive. Um, but the university does do a lot here at USD with providing tech uh, for students. Um, but you know, tech's the future. And and going back to my comments on on Mason Ramsey, the Yodel Kid, this book Contagious talks about you know why things catch on. And I really enjoy it because it picks up on certain social trends. You might have heard of a couple of Malcolm Gladwell's books, The Tipping Point. Um, there's a few others, too, that I've read in um, super interesting, uh, interesting books that talk about uh, similar, similar things in this book, Contagious. Um, so, you know, a lot of it really relates to, like, social currency and, and triggers and emotion, uh, public display, uh, stories. Um, I really, really encourage you guys to read this, especially if you have some kind of interest in business or some kind of entrepreneurial spirit or just understanding trends and patterns and data and everyday life and not even in data, but going back to the Instagram thing, you know, why was it that that video in particular picked on or, or, or picked up momentum and speed? It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. So, gosh, sorry. I've had a little bit of a little bit of a cough. All right, that's better. Drank a little bit of water. Um, yeah, gosh, I love water. I don't drink enough of it. But um, a couple of the th other things regarding classes here at USD. So I was fortunate enough not to have to pick classes this semester because I'm graduating on my birthday, turning 22, May 27th. Shoot me a text. Um, so yeah, graduating on my birthday, that's going to be a lot of fun. Super excited for my family to come out. Got a couple cousins coming out. Going to do a little bit of a joint party. Uh, graduation party with some friends and all of their families as well and um, yeah no better no better way to have a good time than be with good company and, and, and quality people and have a quality time but going back to picking classes I, I have I have a couple a couple comments on 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 classes here at USD so I in, in particular there there's there's one department of the business school and one class in particular that everyone dreads taking, and I'm not going to mention what it is because I'm not. I don't want to throw any shade towards any particular department and whatnot. But I will say, if if you have 
the entire business school, you know, every single person I've talked to so far has regretted taking this class because of the professors, not because of the content. I'm I'm in the class right now and and the content isn't that bad. You know, my teacher is is better, my professor is is better than I would say the majority of the professors teaching this course, um which has made it that much easier for me. Um but it's just an unfair advantage if for some reason somebody has a different cl- time class slot where they can't get the same attention from one professor as they would from another. Um and my professor it gives really gives the students the time of day um to really understand the course material. And don't get me wrong, it can still be fuzzy at times. I'm not saying it's a perfect class. I'm not saying it's great. It's a good class. It's decent. Um but why why aren't departments paying more attention to the the camaraderie and the morale around particular topics of discussion? Um so I mean why are people not why are why are professors and and I mean maybe they are but why aren't departments taking into account more of the rate my professor thing? And I know there's a lot of backlash pros and cons with with, with, with rate my professor. I know that most people go on rate my professor either the one the professor's absolutely fantastic and they have to tell everybody or they're absolutely terrible and they have to tell everybody. So there really isn't no in between. You get you get the extremes. Um and a, and a lot of the time you've get a lot of geniuses who post on that and you get a lot of people who don't pay attention in class, don't show up and are and are aggravated and pissed that they get a bad grade. And that's on them. Um you know maybe 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 it's time for our our professors to have more hearings, to have more kinds of uh, open communication, open forums. I have never once been to an open forum in the business school where they talk particularly about classes. You know, what could we be doing better? I think that is a vital thing. At the end of every class, I'm sure you all are familiar, even if you're not listening from USD, um you get the opportunity to to rate your professor in class, you know, um on on pen and paper. And this is completely different from the the online the online source. Um but but that in and of itself isn't an opportunity for students to effectively communicate with their with their professors in my opinion. A conversation needs to be had. There needs to be some critical engagement. There needs to be some criticism and I think that we're missing that and we're really lacking that particularly in some certain programs. Um I've seen it in the music department when I was doing music 2 years ago and now I'm seeing it in the business school and it's just a shame because there's so much that the university could be um emphasizing and and improving and um And yeah, I I really just think it's upon us uh going back to the Olay Fest thing again to say this is what we want. You know, we're students, we're paying for tuition. If we want to if we want to see change, it starts with us. So, got to start with that, but you know, I was thinking you know, I think it'd be pretty funny if you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Jimmy Kimmel skit. Uh, but he does one where uh celebrities read mean tweets about them. And I think it would be absolutely hilarious for professors to read rate my professor comments. I think that would be phenomenal. So, in that light, I'm going to be starting a, a a new a new project within the RA life. Uh something some kind of tweets at Alec kind of thing. Hey, you know, I hope you guys are generous and nice with the comments, but feel free to say what you want. You know, throw some throw some throw some ideas, throw some shade, do whatever you want, but be nice. And then uh I'll try and read them with a straight face and I'll uh I'll, I'll post that for you all as well. Um Yeah, so I'll read those comments and 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 what not. Make my own little Jimmy Kimmel celebrity tweets. Celebrities read mean tweets uh skit. Um yeah, folks, 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 folks. Alright, life is coming to a close soon. I don't know what we're going to do. Somebody t- came up to me and said today, I think we're what 28 days till graduation. Just mind-blowing. <coughs> yeah. It's weird. Time flies, people. 
you're a first-year student, take advantage of the opportunities, really, really, and take advantage of the people you're around. You know, I, 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 I even have a, str- a tough time doing with it, too. Like, sometimes I, I feel awkward. I, I, feel, I feel embarrassed to go and do certain things, or I feel, I feel, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm taking into account too many people's opinions. And I don't want to say, you know, screw the system or screw what other people think. Um, but at the same time, I do. I always want to leave a positive light, positive in, in, image of myself as an individual. Of course, I want to do that. I want to look sharp. I want to look good. I like to dress up. I like to look nice. I like to sound professional. I like to speak publicly and and and, and be my extroverted self and still have that introverted component of me. Um, but I I do I do tend to to worry sometimes about the the I don't know I don't I don't it's hard to explain. But um, yeah, I, I'm just gonna. I'm trying to be a lot better about not caring about what other people think in terms of me being myself. So um, you know, honestly, if, if people want to judge me for that, let them be. Um, they're missing out on an opportunity with a good conversation with me. Um, but yeah, folks, super super glad you're tuning into this episode. It's been a phenomenal phenomenal ride. Gonna be doing much more of this. I can't wait to get back into this podcast series. It's been been a little bit of a hiatus and i understand that but i've still been keeping it up with the instagram still been keeping it up with here on campus posted more to my story on instagram at the underscore ra underscore life keep it fresh keep it clean with the y with the pain oh yes love that i love that um yeah and if you don't want to come at at me directly and directly at me i mean like like twitter at me um subtweet about me i don't care i don't care go for it do whatever you want this is this is your opportunity Make something of yourself. Do something big. Do something big. Yeah. So if you don't have a job yet, don't worry. Read more. And go music. All right, life. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please head over to my Instagram at the underscore RA underscore life. Keep it fresh. Keep it clean with that Y in between. L-Y-F-E. You know how we do it. Don't forget to go check out my other episodes. Got more coming to you in the next couple of weeks. And be sure to go check out and listen over on SoundCloud and iTunes. Peace.